0: You're listening to the FSA podcast with your host, Brent Cromer. Well, hello, everyone. It is Brent Cromer with the FSA podcast, where we teach online health coaches how to sell at a higher rate and scale their businesses with more profit. All right, guys, tracking KPIs. It is one of those things in business. uh, It's not fun. It's 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 not glorified. No one really talks about it a whole lot, but it is 100% necessary. It is meticulous, but I'm going to break down what you should be tracking, how to track it and why it's important. But first, before we get started, don't forget to smash that subscribe button. Join our family here at C4F. If you're interested in growing your online business with more profit and more efficiency, emphasis on efficiency, selling bigger packages uh, with half the time that it takes to sell, uh, if you're selling at a lower rate, uh, every single week, I drop a new video with insights on how to sell more effectively, close those bigger deals and build a team around you so that you can maximize your time and scale your business. So do me a favor and hit that subscribe button right now. I appreciate it more than, you know, so when it comes to tracking KPIs in our business, the two most important things we have to consider are consistency and structure. Okay, If we have consistency and structure with anything, we're going to accomplish uh, a lot more than we would otherwise if we're just winging it and not really tracking and just kind of showing up when we want. Uh, does this sound familiar? Maybe with fitness, maybe tracking things, maybe showing up consistently. It's all the things that you tell your clients, but I'm going to do the exact same thing telling you why KPIs are so crucial, so important. And then if you stick around, I'm actually going to share my screen and show you the exact trackers that we have for our clients that we track. Um, and how we measure and how we grow businesses and how we interpret those KPIs to make good analytical decisions that are not based on feel, but based on facts. So stick around and I'm going to show you exactly what that looks like. I'm just going to give it all away. Okay. <sighs> By now you've probably seen, uh, we, we got a new puppy. His name is Waylon after, uh, Waylon Jennings. Shout out to all my country fans out there. Waylon is a English cream, golden retriever An English. Cre- yeah english cream golden retriever which is a long difficult and fancy way of saying that he is a golden retriever with white fur uh much less cool when you when you wear it that way but he is adorable if you guys haven't seen i'd probably post him on my story at least once a day i'm doing a whole series on how we go through his training and his progression and what that looks like every week it's something that i realize. When we got Whalen, was one, he's very stubborn. Uh, he's a dude. Uh he's just uh we have like our, our German Shepherd who's very particular, very clean, and then Waylon's just a dude. Um, and you guys know exactly what that means. So training him, and I promise this is all contextual, okay? But training him in the beginning was brutal. Uh he's 15 weeks old. Uh the first couple of weeks we got him. Me and Brooke are busy. We're sometimes confined to our offices. Uh, so we, we weren't doing our job to the fullest extent and training him and it was just kind of like all right I'll teach him how to shake today I'll teach him how to sit I'll teach him how to you know leave it and things like that but it wasn't tracked and it wasn't consistent until I downloaded an app and no I'm not sponsored by them yet uh, maybe maybe they'll love this but the app is called Wolf's w-o-o-f-z 29 bucks is what I paid and it custom creates a plan based on your dog's temperament gender um, breed like what like how advanced you want to train them it takes all this into consideration and then it builds them a custom plan with like different levels on how to train them and then like the precursors so like if you want them to heal where they like come around and sit next to you and they look like a really good dog when i trained our german shepherd to do that i didn't do it in the right way and it took a lot longer for this it's like there's precursors to train them on that will then help you train them to do things like heal and more advanced uh things beyond that. So once I downloaded the app, I started tracking it and it's holding me accountable. It's giving me reminders, it's showing me how far we have to go. It's showing me what trainings I still have to do with him that he's not 100% proficient in yet. And so I have consistency and I have structure. And now Waylon is soaring. In the last week we've had this app for 7 days and he can do so much more than what he could. Uh he he will sit, he'll place, he'll um he'll follow, he'll Not healed just yet. He'll leave it uh, eye contact anytime you say look. He stops whatever he's doing and stares you directly in the eyes. He has learned more in seven days than what we did in the first several weeks that we owned him, and it's because of consistency and structure. Okay, so your business—you cannot expect to grow. You can't expect to build upon anything if you don't have consistency and structure in your tracking. Okay, now that I've told this big wonderful story, I, I talk about Waylon. And my dogs, any chance that I get, if you guys can't tell and how they relate to business, uh, whether, <laughs> whether it's maybe forced or not, that, I mean, that's seriously um, exactly what happened. We, we were watching him grow like before our eyes in terms of like his abilities, right? And it, business is no different. Once I started tracking things in C4F on a very um, consistent basis, I was able to make better decisions because you might feel a certain way and it might feel true to you like uh openers uh different like d m openers the other day I was like, ah, I feel like this one's crushing. We looked at the data, I'm like, it is not crushing, it's just that i you know I felt that way, and sometimes we can make um we can infer different things that that aren't necessarily true just based on emotion, okay, so data, there is no emotion in numbers, there's only emotion in how you interpret the numbers, okay, so Why is this relevant? Why did I just go through this whole thing on on the dog? Well, I wanna show you guys how we track. Um, What I'm gonna do is I'm actually gonna share my screen. If you guys just give me one moment here. And you should see a tracker. Now, it's not gonna be anything that absolutely blows your mind, okay? But I'm gonna show you how the tracker works and why it's required that every single one of our clients get this tracker when they first start and why they have to fill it out on a daily basis. The first reason is we go through these every Monday. So every single Monday, all of our clients, we, me and the team, the C4F team, we go through all their numbers and we make interpretations on the data. And if the data is not looking good from the previous week, we'll give customized recommendations on what to do. If we need more information, then we're going to reach out. That is exactly what you do with your clients that get the best results. The clients who get the best results are the ones who track, who are consistent, who show up, who ask questions, and you have data via trainerize to be able to make decisions on what they should be doing next because you can't tell them to change macros if they haven't been hitting the current macros, right? No different than this, okay? So when clients come in, basically you have triages booked, triages shown, okay? So we do a two-call close, the show rate on an individual day basis, but what I'm usually looking for is on the monthly basis. 60s, that's just a sales call how many were booked for that day, how many showed, how many were offered, because we don't offer our services to everyone, closed with the daily um, KPIs there, the contracted amount, the collected amount, the length of time, and then where it came from. Okay, so we need to be tracking where these uh, deals are coming from as well. And if you want more data, you can always just right click and then add notes and type more about them. Okay, or you can just put it over here, which a lot of people do. Okay, so that is how it would look. So uh, today is the twelfth, so I would go to the twelfth. Uh, let's say I have three triages today, two showed sixty-seven percent show rate, sixty-seven. We're in the green down here, so I am looking at the greens and the reds. Let's say I had, uh, you know, these guys were moved on to a uh, sixty-minute call, but like later in the week, right? But let's say I had two closing calls teed up from an earlier triage that got moved on, and one of them showed, one of them pitched, one of them closed. See, we're in the greens all the way across contracted. Let's say I contracted 3,500 and I collected 1,500. So I collected 43%. We're in the green yet again. It's a 12 month. Uh, and let's say we had to down sell for bi-weekly and it came from a organic uh, Facebook. That's how it would look. Okay. And then let's say, you know, we have uh, one, one showed there. Great. Uh, we had three more 60s, two showed. We pitched to only one of them and we didn't close them. Okay So then now, where you've closed, one out of two, 67 percent pitch rate. that's on you know the yellow, so it's starting to warn us a little bit. Show rates are pretty good all across. Close rates, you know, at the bottom of good. 50 percent's like the, the bottom threshold for green. Um, for instance, if this was 2 it they'd be, you know, we close one out of three, that's no good. Uh, so let's say it's at 50 percent. Booked to close, this one is a very, very important KPI. This is however many calls booked became clients. So one out of five, if we booked 10 calls here, that's going to drop to 8%. That's not good. Where we need to be is at at least 25%. We like 30, 25% percent will give you green 30 will give you darker green. Okay. 30 is really good. That means one third of all the leads that make it to your sixty-minute calendar, your closing call calendar, become clients. One out of every three. So now you can reverse engineer. Okay, so if if we have a thirty percent book to close ratio on average, we know that if we book ten clients on average, we'll close three of them. And if we know that our average package price sold is three grand, we know it takes ten calls to hit nine grand. Does all that make sense? So, let's say we hit. Um, you know, we hit our 10 and let's say five showed four pitched and we closed two. So that means see our 30% booked to close. We closed three out of 10 total booked. And if our average for those was 3000 a piece, so 6000 contracted that day, let's say we collected half. Now we're hitting that nine to 9,500. See if this was 3000. Okay, not to confuse you with the numbers, but that's how you can forecast and make goals for your business. So let's come into the next part, and it's prospecting. Okay, almost no one I know outside of our clients at C4F track their prospecting, and it's a very sad spectacle. Okay, we need to be tracking how many friend requests we're sending, how many accepted. Um, If you guys want to learn how to uh, see how many people accepted, just uh, put a comment below on YouTube, and I'll send you. I'll send you a private loom. Basically, you should be sending, you know, 20 to 50 friend requests a day. We want at least, uh, you know, 25 to 30%. Um, these are just basic KPIs. Uh, so you could write yours down there. 25 to 30% should be accepted. So we're above that on the 40. That gets the green. So we invited 50 people to our Facebook group. Let's say we started 15 new conversations on Facebook, 15 new on Instagram. We re 25 old conversations. A lot of you guys... Um, when we do business audits are not re-engaging old conversations to this degree. We want you re-engaging 20 to 30 conversations every single day. People who you've spoke to are closer to buying than the new people who you're just now reaching out to, okay? Meaningful conversations, so if we hover over this, three or more back and forth responses. So let's say we sent thirty here, twenty-five here, so we sent fifty-five messages total, re-engaging our pipeline. And of that, we had ten meaningful conversations. That's amazing. Of that ten, we have three that we actually offered a call to. Two agreed, so sixty-seven percent, which is above our thirty to forty percent. So this is just this is just prospecting and messaging. Um, and no, it's not all cold DMing. I know a lot of you are like, "Oh, okay, he's just like everyone else. He teaches just a cold outreach." No. We use and leverage lead magnets. If you want to learn more about lead magnets, go to my previous video. I teach you all about lead magnets, how to market them, how to actually monetize from them. But we use lead magnets. We use tolls. We use use challenges, scholarships, funds, um, so many different things. Uh, But the main thing that closes deals above and beyond everything else, um, well, would be ads, like when our clients work in and can afford ads. But beyond that is follow-ups. The fortune is in the follow-ups, my friend. And then there's a really good chance there's about probably a 75% chance that you're not doing enough follow-ups or you're not using a, a proven strategy. You're just hitting people up saying, Hey, how you been? Hey, how you been? Hey, you still doing this? Uh, hey, you still want to lose weight? We have a specific script that we go through to reengage these people to get them reinterested, whether it's giving them a new lead magnet, offering them something new. Um, that's that's a topic for a different day, okay, so we can maybe dig into that and in, in, uh, you know another video. So this is what we're looking like now. The reason that I do this, guys, is because I need to hold myself accountable if I'm the one doing prospecting or I need to hold my team accountable. If we come in here and they're just not charting on certain days or maybe they did 20 here and then 10 here and then five here and then 20 and 35, that's not consistent enough. Okay, that's not consistent enough and it's not going to get the job done. Okay, so this is if you're if your goal is to send 20 a day, it needs to be 20 every freaking day for you to get results no different than tracking your macros. Now, for a request accepted is going to vary. It might be 15 here, 10, 3, 2, 5, 3. And so long as we uh, can get this up into the 25 to 30% range, then we're doing really good. If it's not, then there's a good chance that you're prospecting from the wrong honey hole. You're not hitting the correct audience or something is wrong with your profile more often than not whether it's your profile picture your banner your bio your content there's a reason that people are taking one look at you and declining the friend request so if this isn't 25 to 30 percent from tracking there's something wrong with who you're prospecting or there's something wrong with your profile or your messaging okay facebook invites that's easy 50 a day uh, so long as you're adding enough people to hit your 50 a day uh, new Facebook conversations, again, that's 10 to 15, 10 to 15. And then reengaged, again, we're hitting people back up. Uh, and then if we have 10 meaningful conversations, we should be pitching to a good portion of those, at least three. And then we expect not everyone's going to agree to a call. So long as this is 30 to 40%, we're doing pretty good, which means that if we need to double, we can still keep that there. And maybe we double and only two book. That's fine. We're still within range. Okay. But maybe we pitch six the next day and four people book. That's how we get these bookings rolling. Okay. So that's prospecting goals. Um, these are just fake goals. So these are um, before C4F, their goals, and then after C4F, so that we can make sure that our clients actually hit their results. And if they don't hit their goals, I want to know why. I want to know exactly why. Because if we set a goal, I'm doing everything in my literal power to help you get there. And if you didn't, um, this is a way of holding me accountable as a coach as to why you didn't get there. Um, Consistency and structure. And then this is on a yearly basis. So uh, we can see how many calls you booked over the whole year, how many calls you closed, everything. And seeing this on a yearly basis is life changing. Okay. And I'm just giving you guys all of our structure. Um, Some people have different structure. I think it's ugly. Ours is nice and simple. I'm sure some other business coaches will probably snag this and use this in their program after a little while. That's fine. Um, A lot of our stuff uh, gets borrowed. Uh, but that just means that we're doing something well and we're doing things that other people aren't. So I'm happy with that uh, flattery in, in a weird kind of way. So being able to track everything on an annual uh, uh, basis is also super strong and, and and powerful to leverage because maybe, just maybe you're not having a good month and then you have years of data and you're like, oh, every February is bad. I wonder why that is. Maybe I need to pivot and do something different this February. Okay, so you can actually have like historical data trends on how your business is doing. And then you can kind of determine whether or not it's worth stressing about. Uh, If it's something that happens every single year, there's a good chance that you can make a pivot and make a change. Uh, But if you don't have that data, it becomes kind of difficult. Okay, so the sooner you start tracking, the better. Just like, uh, you know, the best time to invest in your retirement or real estate was always yesterday. So just get on it and start tracking. Uh, You guys are, you know, feel free. To get the actual copy of this uh you have to be a client um i can't give that away but i can give you the exact structure if you're pretty good with excel it's not hard to copy all this so um all right let's stop sharing there okay so guys i I, I really 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 hope this was helpful my intention here is to drop as much free and beneficial and useful content as possible because if you guys are selling more clients then you guys are making a bigger impact um, on the general population as a whole, which is, is the ultimate goal. When I started C4F, my mission statement was to help people help more people. Okay. Um, so whether you work with us or not, um, this is free of charge. All I ask is that you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend. We pay lots of money for referrals. We pay a thousand dollars for every referral. So if you have any friends who want to scale their business, if not yourself, go ahead, send them over. We'll pay a thousand dollars if they sign up to work with us. Um, and if you guys have any questions or you want to learn more, if you find it useful, if you like how I coach, uh, and by the way, there's a whole bunch of videos where I do business reviews. So if you look at the title, it'll say business review of me actually going through clients I have worked with clients I've never even met before. Um, like people I worked with, people I just met online and I was like, Hey, want to hop on a podcast and do a business audit? People I don't even know. There's so many of those, um, Examples so you can see kind of how I coach and how I help people. If that's something you're interested in, if you want to really press on the gas and make this year more profitable, build a team, hit those 10, 15, maybe $50,000 months. We have clients doing like the full spectrum. Okay. DM me YouTube. The word YouTube, all caps. Okay. I put so many different C- you know, uh, CTAs in all of my YouTube uh, videos that I get them sometimes confused. DM me YouTube. And then tell me exactly what resource that you want that you heard in a video and I will send it over. No BS, no, hey, you got to hop on a call, anything crazy like that. If you do want to hop on a call, then I'm happy to you know, hop on and do an audit and everything like that. But just DM me the word YouTube, like, share, subscribe, and I hope to hear from you in the future.